Hello and welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzana of MetabolicMasterpiece.com and as always joined by my co-host Brian Cron of BrianCron.com. We're both, well this podcast, I mean Brian and I are experiencing non-stop gains as always. <laughs> always but now that Now our podcast has experienced some gains. We both picked up some new mics so hopefully uh, we can... Uh, hear a distinct difference in uh, the sound quality just stepping up our game that's uh, in all areas of life so uh, I am excited to yeah. to hear the quality here but more excited to uh, to catch up with Brian and see how his training's been going the the two a day uh, split that he's got going there um, we're gonna share I'll, I'll catch up on some of the nutrition how my well we're both in a cutting phase right now um, kind of talk about flexible dieting body fat scales, and all that other good shit. First of all, Brian, how the hell are you doing, man? I am doing awesome. And, and like you, I'm loving this this awesome mic. It's just this, it makes my desk look so cool. It like does. It's, you know, and it's big. Like it, it can easily double as a weapon. So if someone <laughs> kicks in my door, you know, I, I got this. I got this, man. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I was uh, I was shocked when it came when it uh, when it arrived. It's a it's a pretty massive beast, the blue yeti. Um, yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. I love it. I love yeah. it. Good good times, Everyone man. Everyone wants to see your blue yeti. Yeah. <laughs> So what's uh what's been going on this week? Uh man, I I'm uh it's Saturday morning we're recording this podcast. I had a light night last night. I was out with the guys. Every other Friday night we played darts. I had a few Ryan Cokes, some chips, some peanuts and some pepperettes. It's like the perfect storm of hell in my stomach right now, but uh you know, oh my god! <laughs> you know, twice a month, twice a month, my body needs that kind of beating. It just uh, more my stomach does at least my insides, and so you know, slap it around. Say, like, this is what? why we, this is why we eat clean all the time, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 you just, yeah, you're right. It, it needs that. It's like it's just part of your DNA that you, you know, twice a month you have to ingest pepperettes, otherwise. <laughs> Otherwise, your, your gains, you just don't get the gains, man. No, no, that's my secret. I'm going to write a book about that. Yeah, the pepperette diet. Yeah. <laughs> the truck stop diet. Uh, but I'm feeling pretty good. It's, uh, my sleep on average has been excellent. So having a night, whereas I didn't get home till about 3 o'clock last night. And we're, it's pretty early right now. So um, feeling feeling good. Got a good day going here. Looking forward to the weekend. and. Uh, Probably gonna get some training in tomorrow as well. It's hard to stay away from the gym. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna be going there today, schedule willing. And, uh, yeah, I'm certainly looking forward to it. Saturdays that my gym man on a Saturday. We're gonna have to talk at some point. And I'm, I'm already hijacking the podcast, but man, we gotta talk about environment mm -hmm. be because the environment of my gym is just. I kept track yesterday. I walk in the front door. Okay, there's a track. Like a full-on freaking like Olympic track, and then there's like people swimming, then there's chicks diving, like full-on diving, <laughs> and then you go down the stairs to you know getting you're nowhere near the weight room yet. So I go down these stairs and I'm getting close to the weight room, and there's a bunch now they're fencing. Oh like, come on! Yeah, like they're like full-on freaking fencing, like with the swords and shit. And I'm like, it's just it's distracting. 
So by the time I get to the the this, the little weight room area, I mean, you got all this stimulus going on, and and but I mean, uh, so I don't know, man. That's, it's, that's it's crazy. That's like the Olympics going on at your gym. Holy shit. Well, yeah, but I, I get the impression though that everybody's kind of shitty. So it's not like you have all this excellence run you know around you and you're just like absorbing all this high level shit. Like you just got you know people throwing a sword around and it's it's I don't know. Hmm. It's 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 just not. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's cool. If I was really into fencing, I, I'd probably be really hyped to it, but. Yeah, so I don't know. It's got to go. But I can walk there. That's the thing. I can walk there. And oh, that's just huge. Yeah. Definitely. Gotta, yeah. Especially when you're doing the two-a-day stuff. Um, but yeah, I just, I love it. Convenience of a close gym. There's, I, I think we've got, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's um, still the case, but per per capita, we have the most gyms. <laughs> so I mean, I could, whether walk walking down the road for two minutes and hit the gym or walk down the road 10 minutes and go to another gym, there's just a plethora of gyms in the area. But I like being close to home, and it's a nice, um, small gym atmosphere. I actually love going in on the weekends because it tends to be um, like the more hardcore people, the people who are like serious about lifting and shit. So usually oh. uh, Saturday, Sunday afternoons, it's like, it's it's a perfect atmosphere, and I also find uh, Friday evenings like eight p.m. because then you got all the young guys in there who are serious about getting a pump on before they hit the bars and all that stuff. <laughs> they usually have a because it, it, because it is usually just young guys. They'll like change the radio station and uh, get the like hardcore gangster rap going, and I'm all fired up. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do, man. You put on the gangster rap, and that's you know you got that Detroit in you. That's exactly exactly. So how's things going with that uh, the two day split? Is this, you've done a complete week on it, or has it been uh, just a little bit longer than a week? Uh, actually, I just wrapped up. Uh, I just wrapped up the the two day portion of the first week, and it was so far. It's what I expected. I mean, um, the workouts are really short. Um, and they're really focused and and yesterday's the the leg day of course that's that was the most uh that was the most challenging i made the mistake of kind of of starting the starting the morning workout too late and subsequently starting the evening workout too late so it just felt uh it felt like a, a very full day but um i i do like it like i i i'm going to stick with this for a while because it it's certainly uh i just i did nothing but quality work in that very short workout window and uh, it just it gave me a different feeling when I left. Like there was no, I never felt like I was never checking my watch or, or going, oh, this is this <laughs> this is taking forever. Let's just go watch some fencing for a while. But you know, I mean, I just got in, hit it really hard, got out, and and the split I put together is is good. I like the principles behind it. So yeah, I'm 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 liking it. So this is um, for anyone who didn't listen to last week's podcast. You kind of touched on it a bit. So you are. Is it like three days a week that you're in there? So you, you, you go in, you're doing a, a morning workout and an evening workout three times a week, like taking a day off in between type thing. Is is that what you're doing or how is it set up and structured? Yeah. yeah, I go in uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday and uh, just uh, and take Tuesdays and Thursdays and Sundays completely off. Um, and Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like I do the same body parts uh, each day. So uh, Monday I went uh, is – it was back and buys. Wednesday was chest, shoulders, and tries, and uh, Friday was legs. So kind of like I did uh, quad emphasis in the morning, basically just squatting. And at night I went back and uh, you know did hamstrings and higher rep stuff. 
And yeah, it's just um, the, the the rationale is you train the heavier stuff in the morning, kind of when you're uh, to potentiate your nervous system for the for the more hypertrophy work later in the afternoon. And it seems to work. I mean, what you have to be mindful of though is is the space between the, the workouts. Like I'm finding that if you if you give yourself too much time, like if you, let's say if you went really, really early in the morning and then whatever your schedule had it, you went back to the gym like at eight or nine o'clock at night, it wouldn't, uh, I mean, it just, I don't think it would work as well. Like it's just your, the, the nervous system effect isn't as there. So, and, and <laughs> plus you'd just be really tired too. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so you're looking at like maybe eight hours between. Oh shit. No, no. We're like, like uh, four to six. Okay. And I think you could get away with uh, honestly, you could probably get away with two to three. Okay. You know, just, yeah, just enough time to you know. For me, it's enough time. I get home and I and I have a few meals and I do some work and what have you. And uh, and then just basically think about going back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you tr- yeah trying to stretch it out for too long, it's then you're it's almost like it's basically then it's more just like training on consecutive days. Right. And yeah, and the whole point is then on the opposing days is to not be at the gym like on the non-workout days to actually not be working out like I do a little bit like walking on the treadmill Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah I mean you know everything's always roses the first week so the best the best week of any new workout is that first week it's like oh it's hot yeah it's exciting like I know guarantee man like especially this this freaking this fencing festival like if this keeps up man I'll be like you know in two weeks I'll be like you know I'm, I'm getting tired of this I'm uh, my, you know, switch, <laughs> switch to maybe once a week training. Uh, <laughs> now let's talk like the benefits of that, especially, okay, let's, let's take a look at quads and hamstrings. Now, if you're to train in a typical way and you, you do your, your quads first and you're doing a lot of squats and you go on to hit the hamstrings, um, the big thing with, with splitting it up is just energy allocation. Like you, you you go to hit your hams and you're you're freaking exhausted. You're feeling not exhausted, but you're fatigued. You're tired, so you may not have the same level of energy to uh, to give to your hamstrings as you just did the quads. Whereas if you take that little break in between, get some fuel in you, um, you're hitting the the hamstrings just as hard as you hit the the quads. Right, right, right. And so other ways, if you're hitting the like say bigger lifts. Um, Doing your heavy, heavier shit in the morning, mainly taxing your, your central nervous system, and then you go later on in the evening and you do your pump work I, again, like because that's kind of I, I like to combine all the rep ranges and and most times I'll start with the heavy lifting unless I do a little bit of pre exhaust uh, beforehand, but do the heavy lifts first and then you do the pump work afterwards to to finish off the workout. Um, splitting it up, doing two a day, I mean you can really give, again, more effort to that pump work than you would after you've already kind of fatigued yourself with that, uh, that heavy lifting. Yeah, like it's, uh, I, that's another really, really good way to set it up. I mean, yeah, like there are so many different ways you can kind of uh, manipulate that. I mean, I mean I've, I've actually read some guys who will train. I think uh, I think Charles Poliquin told me this once is, is like train three a days Jeez. and it's like yeah I know like like heavy in the morning and, and then something lighter in the afternoon or and then really really light in the evening uh, and you can do other other ways like uh, like uh, eccentric focus uh, in the morning and, and just really really 
explosive, like concentric work in the afternoon. And uh, I mean, it's really, it's just, it, it's just kind of having really, really different stimulus to the muscle and, and, and kind of throwing it at different times of the day. Yeah, the, the, the options are limitless, I guess. But uh, um, yeah, it's real, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting stuff, man. And I definitely, uh, well, three a day, I mean, even two a day, is, it's pretty, you got to be pretty serious. Um, three a day, I guess you, it pretty much has to be your life, your job to be a bodybuilder, to want to wanna throw that kind of shit in there, unless you have short little lunch breaks, you want to go in before work, do something on your lunch break, then something right after work if you're an average Joe. Um, and the thing, the main thing you mentioned there is like, you're not, it's not like Arnold who was doing like two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening and, and basically living there through for most of the day. You're kind of breaking things up, breaking a workout up into two, two shorter little workouts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's key. That's key. Like uh, the, the shorter, the better. Like really, if you're there for more than like 45 minutes, uh, excluding your warm up, and hopefully that's not too long either, uh, it's uh, it, it starts to get counterproductive. Right. And and you know I'm not sure if it's you know your, your I don't think your hormones immediately start to to drop. Like I don't think your hormones are, are, are watching the clock so to speak. But it's just it just it just gets too long. It's just too much time to, to exercise and uh, and you lose focus. I mean, as you know, like the first thing you hit in the gym. That first exercise tends to be what gives you the biggest results of your of your efforts. So that's another advantage to training twice a day is that then you kind of have two of these windows where you have like that first exercise. You know? Exactly. So hopefully hopefully your first exercise isn't something really shitty. So <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a huge advantage. And um, I mean, even like the more I was thinking about it, like after talking last week, I'm pretty much, I mean, for the most part, for the last little while, doing two a day training, but um, not necessarily for the same body part or separate body parts. It's it's like separating. I like to separate my calves and my abs from the rest of my workouts because I found like saving it at the end of the workouts I just want to get the fuck out of there and so I gave a half-ass effort to my ab training my calf training my calves are a lagging body part and yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the biggest reasons is that ah fuck I work out I just killed the workout I'm exhausted but I gotta get calves in so I'll do a few sets of, of calf raises and a little shit and then get out of the door and here when I separate it and, and do them later on in the day um I give full out effort, do more exercises, more volume, and uh, just give a lot more focus to to those body parts. It works great for lagging body parts uh, as well, just being able to get in some extra focus training aside from your uh, your other workout. So yeah, saving stuff for the end, it can really uh, yeah you end up just not giving it as. Uh, as much effort as you can. So I really like separating the, the abs and calves for me. And it's made a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, and, and another thing I, I was thinking as I've been doing this is that if you had a, uh, you know, if you had a home gym, like not necessarily like an awesome home gym, but if you had just like, like bare bones equipment at home, like your basic barbells and dumbbells and, and whatever, um, you could do a, a two a day system actually quite effectively because you'd still do your morning session I would go to a proper gym where they have real equipment and train heavy and and all that and then have your 
do the pump work at home, and it's quite easy to do, especially for upper body. Uh, it's really easy to go on an absolute bro fest just with like a barbell and dumbbells and you know and a, and a headband. So <laughs> you know, it's it's another way. You know, you can. I'm just thinking there's ways to make it a little bit more sustainable in your lifestyle because certainly you know if you once you once you get families or crazy busy job like twice a day just might not happen. But uh, that's it's other different little different ways you can play with it and make it work. Right. But as for calves, man, homie, I, your calves, I would, I would train your shit. I'd train those every day. Yep, yep, I do. Um, for the most <laughs> part, I'm, I'm pretty hit. I'm hitting them. I say five days a week. I'm, uh, I'm hitting them pretty good. Four to five days a week. Some days, I crush them. Like especially when I split it up and do them later in the day, I'll just hammer them. And then the next day, it's just um, um, low volume. Just want to just give them some sort of stimulation. Then the next day, I can hammer them again. So I kind of change the. Um, the volume that I hit them with and, and how intensely I I train them uh, depending on how they're recovering from the previous workouts because sometimes they're just I'm just cramping up and, and dying and in a second I get under a machine they, I do one one calf press and they're they're cramping up on me I know I'm in big trouble so I'll just go nice and easy on that day but yeah I find definitely more frequently and uh, but giving them their dedicated time um, later on in the day really helps even I found um, doing my workout and then having my post-workout shake so I don't miss that workout, that, that window of opportunity. I'll have it right there at the gym so my gains don't leave as I walk out the door. Uh, <laughs> but no, there are times where I'll, I'll finish my regular workout. I'll have my uh, my shake right there, post-workout shake at the gym. Just at rest. The gym. Yeah, yeah. And I'll shoot the shit with a few people there. So maybe like 10, 15 minutes. And uh, then I get some of my energy and focus back and then I'll hit calves and abs rather than just hitting it right away at the end of the workout but again i mean my lifestyle it's my lifestyle i i I can i can spend two hours at the gym if i want to um not that i'm training the whole time for two hours like i said splitting it up i want to want to hang out for a little bit and then hit the calves and abs after it works uh it works for me (laughs) yeah you got to start making the gains if if you miss that that instantaneous that that physiological trigger to trigger the gains like i you know if if you have maybe five seconds after you do your last rep to like ingest that shake otherwise there just won't you just won't make gains like you'll you'll lose so much yeah you'll lose it's just it's unbelievable you'll lose like your existing gains even which is like even worse (laughs) you know like there's something catabolic about the gym the the gym door as you're exiting it it's like this Instant catabolism that uh, it just yeah. starts breaking you down like crazy, and it's just it's just a, it's a lost lost I know. opportunity right there. I know, and I you just turned me on to something because I walk back and forth from the gym, man. So, and I and I eat when I get home, like maybe in that that five minute walk from the gym, like just my gains are just they're just freaking evaporating. Oh, yeah, that's the cardio right there. You're doing <laughs> cardio, which is going <laughs> to waste cardio. you. <laughs> that's right because i walk upstairs too to get about the second floor and like that's just like eating oh my god yeah i'm thinking i'm gonna trick my body i'm gonna have the people at the gym instead of exit as we're walking out i'm gonna have them change it to enter just change the wording and i think psychologically that's gonna trick my body oh yeah and yeah that's my next study yeah you know you that's good because you, you know how you have to always confuse your body? Yes. Keep it guessing? Well, I take it to the next level. I, 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 
pull pranks on my body. You know, I, I'm way beyond just confusing it. Like, <laughs> Pranking your body. Like, <laughs> prank, you know, so uh, it's just like, it's like, all, it's constantly in a state of, of you know, it doesn't know, it never knows what's going on. So, and that's just, that's just the realm of gains. If you can achieve that. Candid, I have a book on that. Candid yeah. camera for bros. That's going to be that's a right. TV series. That's right. Fucking pranking Break. your body for gains. For gains. <laughs> oh, shit. That's too oh. funny. Oh. <laughs> Must be a side. I, we, I, I know I was drinking yeah. last night. It's like we're messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a few. Um. <laughs> All right. So, so two days. I'm, again, anxious to follow. To see. I mean... And you're in a cutting phase doing two days. That's that's probably something that's more geared towards guys who would be in a in a surplus looking to build muscle. But um, I mean, I train the same way when I'm in it. Whether I'm in a deficit or in a surplus or maintenance, I still I tr- I train in a very similar fashion. So I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see how your body responds to two day training, even though you're in a in a slow and steady. Um, cutting phase. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> my, my, what, I really got to start tracking. I mean, when I work with people online, I certainly, you know, I send out very specific macros and stuff like that. But for myself, I, I, I'm a little more lackadaisical. <laughs> I guess I've been doing this so long, so I really gotta, I really gotta start tracking a bit harder. Because um, certainly, yeah, certainly, I'm, I'm, I'm probably around 2,500 a day. Certainly, but I mean, once once I start piling on the rice at night, I don't know. Uh, I got I got to drag the scale out because yeah, tracking is everything. It it helps. Um, yeah, I I kind of enjoy it. I I enjoy yeah. tracking. I, I love especially since uh, starting to use those apps. Um, using My Fitness Pal makes it like crazy easy for me to to track stuff, and I eat a lot of the same foods. Yeah, um, throughout the week, so I have a lot of my saved meals in there and. And if I get a different kind of fruit or whatever, I'll I'll just scan the barcode on the frozen fruit and yeah um, yeah. So it's I I I find it pretty effortless and I like to have an idea of where I'm at. It, it really doesn't take much time or or effort to to track it and log it. But at the end of the day, um, I've got a a good estimation that I know I'm in a deficit. But like you said, I mean we've been at this for a long time, so. Even if we aren't tracking meticulously, we've got a good idea, like ballpark idea of our portion sizes, and cause yeah, we do tend to get a lot of the same shit. Yeah, that that's it. I mean, and uh, I mean, the longer you you stick at this, the less you know anal you have to be with measures like that. At least I find, um, you know, because you just yeah, you just you slowly but surely you eat the same foods all the time, and you kind of eat the same portions, and it tends to tends to just all balance out i mean but i don't know my issues my wife my wife fancies herself a, a chef now so she's always making some crazy shit and i have to kind of <laughs> like all right what's the macros of that i don't know it looks like there's chicken and i don't know what the green thing is hopefully it's a vegetable yeah uh, yeah so that's when but again i'm not i, I don't have a contest anytime soon so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, it's a guessing game with with uh with some of those meals multiple ingredient meals and when you're making big portions yeah. for the whole family type thing uh, yeah am, am i really am i eating a ninth of it and is there the same <laughs> amount of lean beef in this ninth as there is in the other ninth of a piece and 
yeah, yeah. it's it's it, but it helps to it, it's better than just completely guessing to to have some sort of an idea that it's within a certain ballpark but yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's, uh, I mean, that's that's the key, man. Is is you have to you have to have to have to measure, 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 and then make adjustments intelligently. Just yeah. too many people. You have too many people guess. Yeah, and I I just uh, I find my I I track my intake. Yeah, um, I find oh, yeah. that's the easiest thing to do. But I don't. I'm not. Uh, not wearing a heart rate monitor. I'm not wearing a Fitbit. Um, although my my phone tracks my steps and shit, but I'm not I'm not tracking tracking my energy output. Like I see a lot of people are like, okay, I, I've got my calculations. Like for me, I go based on like some of the standard calculations with Harris Benedict or Catch McCardle, and um, so I know I know kind of what my my total daily energy expenditure should be for where I'm. Where I'm at, and I and I I base I base it on like a moderate activity level. I'm not I'm not a because they have all those that lightly active, sedentary, moderately active, highly active, and I think like highly active is like crazy freaking like your nonstop training athlete. Um, so I just use like the, my BMR times one point five five, and that gives me a pretty good uh, estimation of my my baseline there so i just go on that that average so for me my my maintenance level total daily energy expenditures around 2500 calories yeah and uh so that's 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 based on my average weekly activity but i see other people who are like they'll just go their baseline their, their basal metabolic rate and then they're um then they're tracking okay i did i burned this many calories on the stair climber i um, I did this workout, which uh, I did Zumba, which they say burns 900 calories an hour. And then uh, um, I went for a little walk. And they're, they're trying to estimate how many calories they're burning throughout the day. And I think that becomes, I think trying to That's measure scary. how many calories you're burning throughout the day That's is scary. way more um, tedious and I think Useless. damn near impossible <laughs> to yeah. really understand. I think you drive yourself nuts trying to track that stuff so i think going with that average you live a a moderately active lifestyle um i I just go with that and um so i'm just kind of tracking the calories that uh that i'm consuming rather than calories i'm burning on a daily basis yeah like tracking calorie expenditure that's just absolutely useless like in my in my opinion i mean like like certainly you could track how much work you're doing like work i put in quotations not as a not as a physics term, but like the amount of, of exercise you're doing, you can track that. Like, oh, I did, you know, I'm doing 30 minutes of cardio twice a week. Now I'm going to step it up to, four, you know, whatever, four times a week, whatever. You know what I mean? You can track that. But the actual <laughs> the actual calories that you're burning, man, it's like you are just making mad guesses. Like, Yeah. And I think, find, like, I think that's the, my one qualm with uh, my fitness pal is that, like, you plug in your information and it asks you how active you are and all that stuff. So it's yeah. it's basing – how many calories you should be consuming on your average weekly um, yeah. activity. And then when you go for a walk, like I'm walking to the mailbox and like, you just burn 10 extra calories. You can eat 10 more calories. And oh. I'm like, no, that's like, that's what Bullshit. I do every day. How did I, <laughs> you shouldn't be adding that on top. I don't, yeah. I don't get that. And I see people fall into that trap. Like, well, 
Well, yeah. I just did extra activity. I can I can burn. I can eat more food right now. I just I just keep it the same. Yeah, there's some days where I am way more active, and if I what? if I know it's crazy active and I am extra hungry, I don't feel guilty about consuming another hundred or two hundred calories. Well, and, that, and that's actually my uh, an issue I have with the whole system. And, and again, I love tracking intake. I mean, it's 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 key, and it certainly works. But it's kind of it's like I don't know. I, I find that people just they you know they they they're ab- like they're not understanding how the the caloric values of these foods is determined and there's a little bit of there's there's margin of error there you know oh, what i yeah. mean it, you know like it especially i mean yeah for the really really shitty foods like like the pop tarts and shit and the stuff that can survive on the moon for a generation and still be edible you know like yeah it's probably they got that shit on lockdown but like on the more you know natural foods quote unquote natural it's a bit more of a guesstimate and there's a lot of things at play and and you know now you're building you're trying to be so precise like I'm going to eat 1957 calories a day you know and you're trying to hit that level of precision but you're using you know you're using measures that are not that precise maybe they have 20% air or more who knows so you're just you're you're, kind of, you're, you're trying it's like you're building everything on top of a house of cards if you get what I'm saying yes like, yes you know yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're, I'm going to remove 40 calories from my diet today, and, uh, you know, that'll make up for the, you know, it's like, come on, man. I mean, you yeah. don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, there's there's that, that margin of error for the foods that you're yeah. consuming and the energy that you're burning. Like, those machines that, uh, that say you're burning so many calories, I mean, that's, yeah. there's lots of error there. So if you're <laughs> really basing it on both those, it's... Uh, it's it's it can drive you nuts. So yeah, you just that's why I like to just I, I pick a number. So I pick my if my my I'm in a deficit and I'm aiming for two thousand calories a day. I stick with that number and then I see how my body responds at the end of the week. Like I have my log books. I basically know my workout, the kind of intensity, the effort that I was giving um, in that workout, how active I've been throughout the week. Um, my food's been on par, and did I lose weight? If I did, then how much and and was it too much? Was it not enough? And then you make adjustments from there, right? Uh, and it's usually just slight little adjustments. So kind of you start with that baseline, and then it's it's just listening to the feedback that your body is uh, is giving yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, man, exactly. I mean, it's just like Arnold said: calories count. I just don't believe in counting them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good old Arnold. <laughs> uh, one thing I haven't been doing, like I, I do step on the scale like once a week just to look yeah. for little trends. Maybe I'll even do it a couple times a week here and there just for shits and giggles. But uh, I'm just looking for trending stuff from week to week. And um, I haven't been measuring, like I do have a really expensive Tanita scale that uh, measures body fat, gives me a printout, tells me like total body water and all that shit that... I haven't used that in in a few years. Just I don't know. I, I again with that, there's room for error based on hydration levels and food in your system and all that kind of stuff. But when I was using, it, I try to keep it consistent. And the good thing about that total body reading, total body water reading, is that I could tell uh, my hydration level. So I try to keep the measurement uh, pretty consistent from week to week. So if I'm 
if I see that my body fat went way down and I look at the total body water and I notice that it's way up from the previous measurement, I kind of like throw that number out the, the window. Um, but right. I just find it, I just, I, I'm a visual guy right now. Um, scale is definitely how I'm looking for a trend there, body weight, but, uh, the mirror I find is my, my best indication. I haven't measured body fat in, uh, in a long time. So I'm, I'm kind of looking more, um, like the end result. I, I'm going to be really curious about what my body fat is. Um, when I do hit my, my, uh, visual goal during this cutting phase and, and get a DEXA scan. I want to know, I want to have an accurate measurement of what it is. I don't want to hold no handheld body fat thing at the gym or step on my body fat scale here and say, this is what I'm at. Even calipers, like, I don't know. I, I don't even like those all that much anymore. I just, I just go by my looks. Yeah, that's, I mean, certainly I've done, I've done it all. Mm -hmm. I've used it all and I've done it all. And if you get somebody who's good with the calipers, uh, or at least somebody use the same person, even if they're a little, they're not so good, but they're very consistent. I mean, it can be a good, just a good tracking tool. Like, but I would stop that one step before you plug it all into like the the math equation to get the percentage yep. that everyone wants. That everyone wants, you know. So, I think that's that's kind of just useless information. But just the actual skin folds. You get enough of them. You get you know eight to ten sites, and you have. I mean, yeah, it's 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 data that you can monitor. That's a, probably a little more reliable than the scale. But yeah, when the rubber hits the road, man. I mean, just just go by the mirror. I mean, that's 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 at least, or better yet, get photos done. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, the mirrors. I shouldn't say the mirror. The mirrors the shit sometimes. But yeah, get proper pictures done and, and use that as your barometer. That's a that's a really good point. Um, about the multiple sites, because I mean, yeah. we all tend to, um, we're not going to burn fat evenly throughout our bodies. So you may be looking in the mirror and you're just obsessed with burning that lower belly fat and the love handles and it doesn't look like it's going down. And if that's all you're measuring, you're just doing that one site um, around your pelvic bone there or close to the belly yeah. button um, and it's not going down, you can become really frustrated and upset um yet if you took some other measurements and especially if you have someone else doing it and us guys yeah. carry some back fat there and you see that number's going down or around yeah. your chest is going down a bit there um, yeah i know arms and shoulders are always the first to really get crazy ripped and shredded on a lot of guys yeah um, but yeah at least it's giving you an indication of where it kind of gives you a pattern to what yeah. especially if you're starting from the beginning and, and tracking those sites all the way through a good pattern of of how you burn fat. Yeah, and it, and people, every I, I'm not going to say everybody is different, but there is there is variances between populations, and and certainly women. It's always, uh, in my experience, it's always the upper back. They 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 just lean out quickly there, and and of course it's the last to go is you know the, the button hamstrings, mm -hmm. and and guys obviously the last to go is you know around the middle the obliques, abs stuff like that, and. <laughs> and some dudes just get always have a fat ass. I mean, it's just it's just something that you know. There's there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of variancy between that. So yeah, yeah. Now okay, so l listening to your nutrition, you're not really tracking anything <laughs> much. <That's pretty> <laughs> Wait, I, uh, so you can label. I mean, you're you're perfect. You're following the trends and fads right now. You're flexible dieting. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I don't have flexible hamstrings, I, I decided I'll flexible diet. 
<laughs> but would you consider that? That's it's kind of. I mean, the shit, term. homie. Flexible, homie. I'd be flexible dieting for twenty years. <laughs> we call that shit eating. You know, this is flexible dieting. Gosh, it's so <laughs> it's so bizarre. Like trying to nail a term, like even if it fits your macros. I find everyone is all all different with that. It means different things to different people. Um, yeah, I would say like even though I'm tracking my calories, I'm I'm monitoring things on uh, on my fitness pal and everything. I still consider myself flexible dieting because I'm I'm trying to hit a caloric target, but I'm eating what the fuck I want every day. If I want something, I'm gonna like yesterday. I, I had some. I had all that stuff at night, all that junk, and it it fit in. Well, no, yeah, yesterday's a bad example. That was a surplus day. That was a, that was a cheat. But um, if I want cookies one day, I'll have some cookies if it's fitting into my caloric thing. I don't. I have certain macro goals that I kind of aim for a bit like I, I like to hit the 1.2 grams per pound body weight for protein do I hit yeah. it exactly on every day no I'm like there's like I'm ballpark I, I set that number uh and I set my my fat yeah, number yeah. but it's all it's all ball, ballpark if you look at my thing it's and, and I naturally hit certain macro percentages without trying to do well, it yeah, and that's 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 yeah, like that's just it and that's why I sometimes I feel a little guilty when I, you know, make fun of stuff because it cuz yeah, I mean, once you do this long enough like you just naturally you just tend to hit these macro these targets probably within at least within 25% just by how you how you go about your day. I mean, I can't re- I can't remember the last time I ate less than a gram per pound of protein. I mean, I'm sure I have, but it's you know, probably maybe one day out of the month that I that I don't hit that target because that's just how I've conditioned myself to eat. Yeah. So I guess uh, so. Perhaps it's it, it appears really flexible when in fact it's uh, it, it's anything but. But it's just you know, I just see some people's versions of flexible dieting. I'm like, holy Christ, that is flexible. You're really eating. <laughs> You're really, really eating like Scott at a hockey game, man. You got pepperettes and you got, <laughs> you, got you got the Skittles going. You're all Marshawn Lynch, you know. Yeah, it's like, dude, you are flexible, you know. Whereas me, you know, I don't know, extra, <laughs> extra cup of white rice and 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 two chocolate almonds, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting where it all went. Yeah. Like flexible dieting, all of a sudden, Skittles and Pop Tarts are all the rave, and I'm like, holy yeah. fuck, you guys, you guys are really. Um, really missing out on something here like i don't know what the the fascination is with some of those uh foods they're eating all these like gummy bears before workouts and all this shit I'm like what the hell right yeah and they have the they have the toxins you can't eat that because it's called the toxins (laughs) (laughs) crazy crazy shit but yeah i mean some people would look at my my overall if they if they look at my fitness pal and they see the foods that i'm eating from from day to day they're like you're not flexible dieting you're eating fucking eggs for breakfast every day with veggies um you're eating greek yogurt and fruit later on in the day you're having your post-workout shake you're eating the same shit every single day that's not flexible but those are it's the foods that i'm eating the flexibility is you know if if i have a craving for something today i'm gonna have a little bit of it as long as it fits my Calor- calories for the day. I'm not, I I don't obsess over the macro numbers. I'm not looking like, fuck, I've got to have a snack that contains so much fat and, 
and, and protein and carbs. I'm just going to eat what I want, and it's going to fit my calories at the end of the day, and I'll go from, go from there. I get my variety and dinners and some snacks here and there. I don't know, man. I've always thought that y- your, your level of precision should kind of be related to like the where your goal is like if you have like a, a strict six-week goal yeah then dude you better be precise yes. or else or else be just really good at this shit and and know exactly what you're doing and exactly how your body works and all that stuff but you know if you're just you know you're just kind of living or you have a very vague goal you know um, which some people say isn't very good either but you know you just i want to be in better shape in a few months then yeah like just start you know, don't start so anal i mean you'll just burn yourself out yeah that's a good point. That's a real good yeah. point. Yeah, we're not we're yeah. not talking contest prep stuff yeah. here thing here where you do have to be a little more meticulous. You don't have to be. I mean, there's a lot of us who are, have been somewhat flexible leading up to a show and I mean, I was having yeah. I had Doritos and ice cream the week leading up to my show and I consider that pretty flexible. Other people think it's insane um, and other people don't think it's flexible enough because I still was tra- it, I, I was it was fitting within my calories and everything else yeah. was perfectly yeah. clean. I was washing all my food before. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was, that's funny though because I, I put – when I put my two-a-day blog post, which which people can read for on my website to find out more about training twice a day, I, I also just included a note about, about my diet. And, and then right away I get I get beaked at on Facebook by, by the, the all-knowing, all-seeing – Owl man of the internet, Saul Orwell. Oh, jeez. He's, <laughs> he's all, you're only eating 2,400 calories a day. That's not enough. I eat, I weigh 150 pounds and I eat more than you. God I'm like, damn it. And he's 150 pounds, like dripping wet and, you know, with his shoes on. So yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And my response to him was, well, you know, I just, yeah, you're right. But I, it's, I probably weigh more than that because I'm just not that precise right now. Yeah, but even yeah. still, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I get that all the time. I get the guy, the, the bros. Oh, I'm, I eat four thousand calories a day. Wait, you're only eating two thousand. I'm like, fuck. Wait, it's it, it's not a big deficit when you look at the numbers. It's a five hundred calorie deficit for me, for a guy yeah. my size and activity. I'm right on. I'm right where I should be, and I get get beat down for oh, only eating. What are you, a woman for only in 2,000 calories? Fuck. God damn it. Yeah, it's, that's the internet. You got all these fucking... What are you, a woman? Keyboard, keyboard jockeys with their... They got these great hypertrophy for their fingers, but... Uh, fucking... Yeah, drives me drives me nuts. But yeah, lots of critics everywhere. That's... that's well, when you put yourself out like we do, it's... Yeah, you just take it. Whatever. Oh, man, that's... Oh, criticism's fine. I... I uh, that's fine. I love I love that criticism trolls. That's great. It's people who get butt hurt. That that kind of yeah. it's like, it's like ooh, we we could we would never be friends as kids. You'd be that you'd be that one kid, you know, whose mother would always be calling and complaining and it's like you, you'd spot them, you know. <laughs> yep, no yep. doubt about it. No <laughs> doubt about it. So flexible dieting, good shit. That's... <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, but we're, I mean, we're taking a nice slow and steady approach. We're enjoying the process. That's really what this is, is all about. It's kind of what we're talking about here. Like having, having some leeway, not going for that perfection shit. And 
No. Um, but still, knowing, like, having a good idea. Like, tracking to a degree, not meticulously obsessing, but yeah. ha- having a good estimation of, uh, of what's going on and um, some sort of gauge of your progress, if you are making progress physically as well. Lots of different tools that you can use. You just go with what suits you best. Some people really love the calipers. For some people, the body fat scales are... It's a tool they can use to kind of watch their trends going up or down. Um, and others like myself, it's just a, a visual thing. And, and, and for me, I think the reason I enjoy that so much is that I, I do have a keen fascination with the human body. I love looking for details. I'm always looking for tiny little detail changes in my physique. So um, it, to me, and I know my, my patterns of how I burn fat and, and where the last place it's going to come off. And so I'm looking at certain areas for, for where I'm seeing improvement, more detail coming out. And I know I'm making progress, even if the scale kind of isn't being friendly to me today. I mean, on average, I'm only looking at losing, like it's under a pound of body weight per week. So it's not it's not a ton of weight that I'm losing each and every week. So I'm not expecting to see huge changes on the scale. And like food and water weight and there's a whole bunch of things that can throw off that half a pound on the scale. So I'm yeah. really looking for those details in my physique, the improvements there. That's why I, I'm a fan of selfies. I fucking love selfies and in, in really? done in the uh, right way. Done yeah. in the right way. Like I my little video thing that I did posted yeah. yesterday. Um, to me yeah, it's nice to share my progress and, and hopefully motivate some people. But I, I take those videos to just, and to me, it, it's a it's a measure of progress for me to to kind of pick out those finer details. Yeah, no, you do it. Yeah, you do it properly. I just, I will eventually. I just, man, I just can't be bothered, and I have no friends. So, <laughs> well, you're a grumpy old man. Grumpy I know, body, I, a cranky bodybuilder guy. Fuck. You know, I get, I get to see it. I could beat the gym i finally you know kind of get the nerve to ask somebody would you mind taking a picture of me and they'll be like no (laughs) you know see that and i just don't want to i just don't want to subject myself to that so yeah so it's fun i actually had fun with it yesterday because uh i I was actually laughing in some of my videos because i would not too often (laughs) will i like strike a pose in the middle of like a workout or whatever and Oh, but fuck. I did it, and I did a little bicep pose uh, in between sets, and we're, we're all joking about uh, selfies. And so I was like, oh, photo bomb them, and you hear something. Like that. <laughs> photo <laughs> bomb you. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was good fun. We just we just goof around with that shit. But yeah, some people uh, take it a bit too far with those selfie things. But eh, it's, a little, it's a tool for me to gauge my progress and track my journey, so I think it's good fun. I just think like just the dumbest shit is is when I is when I see and I and women do this a lot and I I don't approve. Like they be they'll be in the gym and they'll be like occupying all kinds of space doing like a, a barbell hip thrust, of course. And they got they got this barbell across their, their hips and their other hand is outstretched holding their iPhone so they can like take their motivational Instagram selfie like I'm sure what the caption will be later. You know, bringing it at seven a.m. What are you doing? You know, like, <laughs> what's your excuse? Yeah, yeah. So what's your excuse? And meanwhile, like I'm standing like five feet away, looking. I'm going like, you are a freaking moron. Yeah, but anyway, uh, God, yes. yeah. So I don't want to be that guy or girl. You know. Yeah, but we yeah. need we need more pictures and videos of you kicking ass yeah. in the gym. That would be great. You need to need to find yourself a good workout partner to 
Uh, okay. I, I'll put it on the list. Yeah. 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 All right, dude. I gotta go train a fellow bro and kick his ass. It's a uh, blasting his shoulders today, so I'm gonna be heading out to the gym. Awesome. Yes, carrying some energy into there. The broness will be all around. Lots of bro energy. The force will be with him after, <laughs> after this uh, this little podcast here. So I think that's a good uh, that's a good wrap. Talking about your yep. two day splits. Talking about a little bit of flexible dieting, which seems to I think that's still going to be somewhat of a trending thing this Absolutely. year. If it fits your macros, I don't think that's going to die. Uh, hopefully paleo goes away. It seems to be. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Shit. Yeah. I think it's on death row. Yeah. yeah. All right, brother. Well, as always, great talking to you. And as you mentioned, you were kind of sharing a bit about your two day two day split on your blog, BrianCron.com. Links below in the description and uh, follow my vlogging and and articles as well at MetabolicMasterpiece.com. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, this episode. If you have any topics, feel free to shoot us an email. Again, that is in the the, uh, description as well. And uh, looking forward to, I think next week we mentioned we're going to cover, I already read this month's uh, Alan Aragon's research review. Um, So you're going to look through it this week and we'll kind of cover some of the research that was in there. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be some other research that I've seen popping up throughout the week this week so we'll cover some more research stuff and uh yeah just get our muscle head on absolutely all right brother well have yourself a great week good luck uh excited again here about your two-day training yeah here it goes baby